What's up? What are you doing? Chick-fil-A didn't give me a straw. I had to supply my own. Right, but I just saw it's a bendy straw, and I just saw you push down, and the bend just completely fold. Well, I was running low on liquid. I figure I keep pushing deeper. I find some gold. You know what I'm saying, fellas? Is the straw touching the bottom? Yeah, currently. So what's deeper? You think you're just going to push it through, and there's going to be another cup under your cup after it breaks through? Yeah, it's called that's called a Chick-fil-A fill-up. <laughs> I learned that on the You just walk to somebody else at a table, just stab yours <laughs> through into their cup and start drinking. Wow, these things are never ending. <laughs> What's going on here? Chick-fil-A. Hey guys, this episode's sponsored by Chick-fil-A. That's not true. You I, can't say that. Oh shit. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Tony, leave that in. I gotta <laughs> deal with my mistakes. <laughs> we'll have him get sued for it. There you go. I wish though, I like Chick-fil-A. Too bad they're kind of—they don't like everybody over there. But yeah, <laughs> I would prefer they like everybody. I, I like everybody. I don't know about everybody else, but it's not—I like everybody. But then there's specific, actual individuals I don't like. I get that's you. what I say. Yeah, groups of people. A lot of nope, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> groups of people who maybe you could like group them together just by eyesight or anything. You know, it's whatever <laughs> commonalities. Oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> we sound like 80 year old women. Oh man. I, that's what I aim to always sound like on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the Gus and Betty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you just kept sure. yours. Sorry. I dropped the ring on the table. And yeah. That's that. the, the one that you're not supposed to drop. <laughs> Cause it's a Lord of the Rings ring. Dang it. Actually, I'm not supposed to wear it. Cause Sauron's going to get me. <laughs> Fucking ate that did you, so much. Did you see that uh, Amazon is because uh, you know we already talked Lord of the Rings series stuff. They are locking all of their writers for the Lord of the Rings series in a room, and they have bodyguards for it. Yeah, I saw that, and I think that's. I feel like that's just for the press of it to be like we're even. It's Game of Thrones doesn't keep our secrets even. Mm-hmm. It's like nobody watches your show yet. We don't care. I get that. Also, it's like would no one can know what's being written about these books that already know what's going to go on. Exactly. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I'm sure people will care and like the show, but yeah. right now I'm not like, what's going to happen <sighs> in the Lord of the Rings series? <laughs> will there be a ring this time? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the whole world's already laid out, so like you got to make me care about the characters before yeah. you're locking away the secrets of the season. You know what you should? they should do? They should update it you know, for like modern stuff. You mm-hmm. know, Like Call of Duty was World War II, and then they did Modern Warfare. Yeah. So I want it like the ring is like a dog tag now, or, <laughs> or it's, a, it's one of the fidget cubes or something. <laughs> well, that's one thing with, uh, with Game of Thrones is it's, let's say – all of the last season of Game of Thrones got leaked. That would be number one trending on Twitter. Yeah. If any or all of the new series for Lord of the Rings got leaked, it would not trend on anything. It might <laughs> be on Reddit and people would be like, oh, I won't read it then. Yeah. You can just it. post the Wikipedia page to the original books. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Guys, I found out what happened. I just want it to be as much like The Hobbit it could possibly be. Then I'm talking about the movies. I hope Guillermo del Toro is directing them. So what did he do uh, to the series? I don't know. I don't want to be so quick. He seems quick. like a lovely guy. I know. He seems so cool, and we're excited for scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, I probably won't watch it because I'm a scared bitch boy, but I'm really glad he's making it. I'm a scared bitch boy, too, but I will watch it and be scared. Um, I don't. I'm going to misspeak, but I know that he was heavily involved to direct, and then kind of last minute, I don't know if it's like he got little cold tootsies, little Totino cold ones, <laughs> to Del Toro's, I meant to say, not Del, Del Tino's. Anyway, he didn't direct it, and like Benicio, <laughs> or not Benicio, fucking Guillermo Cold Totinos. <laughs> Let's just call him Benicio Del Tino. For this. <laughs> just completely not right as somebody else. 
I don't remember whose fault it was, but he pulled out, and it's like Peter Jackson was helping with the pre-production at least, and then they're like, well, shit, we don't have a director, and he's like, well, I love Middle Earth so much, I don't want to just fuck it all over. Yeah. So Peter Jackson's a saint for making those movies more than good. Mm. They're just not masterpieces. Right. I just, I only saw him once, but I remember... Because I binge-watched... The only time I've seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy is when I binge-watched it right before The Hobbit came out because I had never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved it. And then I remember the first Hobbit movie, and I never fall asleep in theaters. I almost did. Yeah. I was like, really... Or it might have been the second... Where, or no, I think it's at the end of the first one. They're in like... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Smaug? Smaug, yeah. Is in his like lair. Is that the first movie where they're like in it for too long? I think... No, that's the second one. But I think they go to Smaug's lair in the first one. Okay, does the third one then start with Smaug just getting fucked immediately? I think Smaug is... Yes, that's the third okay, one. Okay, because I remember being like, what's he going to do in the third? And yeah. then just... It's like he's, going, he's dead already. Like, Smack is gone. <laughs> I said it's that the crab meme. Smack is gone. No, it's funny you say that though because like I rarely fall asleep uh, for movies that I'm going to see for myself. Yeah. I did watch it at home, but the first two times I tried to watch the theatrical cut of The Hobbit, I fell asleep. Okay, so it's, it's just, common. It's the thing. It's what you got to do. Yeah, even when eventful things were happening, I was already so tired. I think it was in the second then when they're like running through and getting chased. And I remember thinking like, you know when it's a Friday night and you go see a movie and the movie's just okay and you're like, I cannot wait to go home and like play video games or mm-hmm. just hang out because it's the end of the week. Um, I couldn't wait to get out of that movie, obviously. That's, That's what true. I was setting up. And you like movies. I really like movies. Particularly. <laughs> Academy Award winner, Spider-Man Into the Spiders. Seen it four times. I didn't, we don't have the rights to the Spider-Man song. I'd use so part. you used another popular blockbuster? <laughs> yeah, I used Pirates of the Caribbean, dude. Academy Award winning film, though. That's a good one. Yeah, that's awesome. I just got a lot of water in my hands. If that was a little drop and I just splash myself i'll let it slide okay tony if you just cgi the water out tony if you want to just make sure to make my hands not wet as they are right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah what haven't we okay one thing we have we because we pre-recorded podcast when sven and jakey were here Uh uh-huh uh we have not talked about uh the comedy central video Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about that a little bit? Okay. If you've been watching the channel, by the, I mean Gus's channel, you'll see me. I've mentioned that a couple times. Uh, I'm doing some work with Comedy Central right now. They bought the low-budget series that I worked on in the past with pals, and now you can watch low-budget rom-com with Gus and Eddie and special guests, Mm -hmm. Bruce Green and Jamie McEwen and Sabrina. Also, just because we're in the beginning of the podcast and it's meant to stress, you want to talk about the... We'll go back to the Comedy Central thing, but we should talk about the live show in case people listen to both of us and want to go to the live shows. Yes. Come to see me live. There'll be special guests. I wonder who could possibly fucking be. (laughs) Fully unannounced special guests. So, yeah, come out and see uh, the... I'm doing a show at the Irvine Improv. It's sold out, motherfuckers. It's sold out. So mention the other show then? So I'm doing one in Oxnard. (laughs) (laughs) Just fully announced. So if you guys want to come, it's sold out. (laughs) Fuck you for listening to the podcast. We announced it too late. I'm just going to flex on it. (laughs) Just like, fuck you, sold out. No, there there are some tickets available yet. And I was was telling Eddie before, because I'm talking to you at home right now. I was telling Eddie that, like... I've tried to do, like, I said I was going to do photo captions for free tickets and stuff. Like, oh, if you have a funny caption or a funny edit of this photo, I'll pick the winner and I'll, like, DM you. 
I've done it now for three people. Like I've chosen them in the funny DM stuff and they're all like, Hey, thanks for, thanks for choosing me. I'm actually in like Cleveland though. So I can't make it. <laughs> so it's like, thank you for playing. But what I'm going to do is just in a couple days after this podcast goes up, just, I'm going to just say, if you live around LA and you want free tickets, just reply. It's no contest. Cause like, yeah. I got to give the tickets away to somebody. And that's for podcast listeners. They can get ready for that. They're tweet. exclusive. But if you hit me up before it happens, I'm not going to invite you. Not going to invite you. Also, I think I had the technically the most likes of anyone in your meme contest. So technically I win the free tickets, Wow! but I already get in for free. And so does Tony. So I have no one to give the tickets to. So what are you going to do? Right? Uh, maybe I'll give it to a fan. I'll just take credit <laughs> just for it completely. It. I win the free tickets. I'm like, here, this is from me and not Gus. <laughs> oh, well, the show time too, uh, the date and everything. Oh yeah. So you, um, Irvine improv, if you win the tickets, March 7 at the Irvine improv, um, and then in Oxnard, California, please buy those. Those are April 3rd. It's a little far out of town, so yeah. <laughs> did <laughs> you buy them. Do you think you'll change the show at all in between? Like, say, if something doesn't work as well as you'd hoped or maybe, like, something kills, do you think you're going to, like – is it going to be the same show in both? It's going to be, for the most part, the same show. Okay. Um, don't come to both. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you want more people to be able to see it. Right? No, actually, I want you to come oh, to both because okay. <laughs> Oxnard's selling slower than Improv than Irvine because it's farther out of town. Okay, so even if you can't go, buy the ticket. Buy out all it. the seats. Yeah, <laughs> do that. Um, yeah, so it's going to be basically the same show. The thing is, like, depending on how well this goes, I might be, like, touring a little bit. But then, of course, I'm e- definitely changing the show if I do that, mm. though. Because it's like there's so many people involved. Again, who could it be that it's like, I'll change it up. But for these two ones, they'll be the same show. So that's cool. And that's then neat. also I've seen questions about us doing a podcast live down the line. Yeah. Yes. Not now, though. We yeah. have too much stuff going on. And... Even the thought of that makes me just really stressed. So yeah. we'll worry about that later. I mean, can't you guys see? Look how much we got going on here, guys. <laughs> it just moves fully with the... <laughs> Do you think this could just we could just take this with us? <laughs> you just start knocking it down fully. <laughs> These are load-bearing. <laughs> These are bolted down to the ground in our apartment. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's... Okay, back to the Comedy Central thing. Oh, yeah, Comedy Central stuff. That so, was... That was okay. fun. Yeah, I loved I loved making it. I loved doing the low-budget stuff and being a part of it. One thing, though, is the the day that they see me in it or Bruce was one of the most hectic days of our entire lives. It was so yeah. – it was like I was leaving to go home, right? Or was I going to film something and you were leaving the next day for Thanksgiving? I think it was that one. Okay. I was leaving the next day. And I had to, I think, go film that day. Like I think I came back and shot um, just one of my commentary videos, mm-hmm. and it was like – Everyone was doing everything, and then it just fell into place. Like, we all shot for, like, 40 minutes and then just separated. It was nuts. Like, I brought one camera and one battery to the shoot, oh, and it man. ran out. So, like, there, like all of Jamie's scenes when he's the pilot, if you've seen it, like, I had to shoot on my old cell phone. I didn't even know you did that. <laughs> oh, it was just I was just losing my mind that day. Jamie's bit as the pilot made me laugh so much just because he kept honking the horn. Yeah. Should, Come on, motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Um, some people were asking, too. They were like, oh, that's good of, that Comedy Central finally wanted to, like, write that stuff. Comedy Central's been really cool with it, but the way that I set up this deal, I'm just making the full video and sending it to them, and they're mm-hmm. just telling me stuff like, yeah, you should maybe blur that logo or, like, I don't know, cut that out. Yeah, they're but fully... It's me. Yeah, your YouTube videos I that made they're it. putting up. But that was a fun one. Go check yeah. it out. Also... A lot of people, I don't even blame you. You can't watch it in Canada or Australia still, which sucks. And which I wish I would have been told before it went live. Yeah, that would have been nice. So sorry about that. I'll try to see if I can get the future ones not country locked. Yeah, it's just, it's weird because, you know, it's 
it's like cable stuff. Yeah. So I don't even know how that works. I don't know. I don't even know how cable works. I just turn on the TV and it's like a little magic box. Well, the cable, it's literally a cable that goes into the TV. Sorry? It's called cable television because there's the, a specific cable that brings you those channels. I'm Listen, dude, I'm listening to what you're saying, but it's like the words are just going one, out one ear, not even into one ear and out the other. They're just coming out of one of my ears. So the information's already in your head and it's leaving as I I'm telling what? you. What? Whoa, cable? You're not. There it goes. What are you touching? Stay there's, on your side, There's dude. cracks in the walls. There goes the words. There goes them words. There's they go. What does your shirt say? There's one of the the uh, like shirt series you've been wearing. Oh yeah, I've got every shirt you're gonna see in a video now is probably gonna be new. It's a milk carton, and it's saying <laughs> the second you got up, all the words just scrunched together. <laughs> Read that out. It I'm says missing, and there's a picture of Bigfoot. Have you, you just sat down? That was it. There's more. Oh, you were reading it? I thought you were going to ask me a question. Oh, you said read it out loud, did oh, you? Oh, sorry. Have you seen me? Uh, description, and it's a height, and it says brown fur and eyes. It's a little missing milk carton for a Bigfoot. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I like that. That's a good shirt. Yeah, that's I like it. Six bucks. Um, I I got it from the National Council for Missing and Exploited. <laughs> Wild. <by> pe- <laughs> I couldn't. Fuck, I wrecked the joke. Ah, Big fuck. feet. <laughs> Just like Bigfoot, that joke isn't real. <laughs> Dang, guy. I wonder if uh, I don't know because I I don't know why people choose to like find conspiracy stuff. We talked about it before, but like how some people just need something to like glom onto and they just yeah. choose shit like that. Yeah, I can't imagine choosing going all in on Bigfoot just because like I feel like if you find Bigfoot, it's very cool, but then it's just not much. It's like oh he's he's just hiding. Yeah, and they're <laughs> like, what's gonna happen now? It's gonna he's gonna fuck everything up. It's like, well, he hasn't been doing that, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna change. Um, it's not. I fully just don't believe Bigfoot's a thing at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't think it's real. Yeah, but like, I mean, you, it's one of those things where it's like, technically, can you rule out that there hasn't been like one family of them hiding? It's like, no, I can't. There's no. a lot of woods in the world. <laughs> you know that map on Halo Three with those eight people up there? See, I'm speaking your language now, guy. Now I know what you're talking about. Now, <laughs> okay, now I'm hearing with both ears. Did, I heard in Spider-Verse there was Bigfoot, too. I don't, that's not true. It's not true? No, so that's not. Oh, I was just trying to speak your language. Nope. Talk to me in my language. Uh, <laughs> 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 you set me up for it. I couldn't resist. <laughs> my brain went like, say something about Lord of the Rings, and that's what came out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did we talk about the... Uh, the Stranger at the door yet? Oh no! I forgot oh, about this. Oh my god! Yeah, you want to start? Or yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. So, you know, we're we're secretive people. If you if you happen to find out where we live, we've said before. I don't care if you're the nicest guy in the world. I don't care if you bring your sixty year old grandma with a tray of cookies to our front door. If you come to our place, I'm gonna kick you in the eye. Yeah. We don't want you to come here. I see. And again. Everybody listening is probably reasonable, mm-hmm. but when you get to a certain level, I'll see people confronting fans that go too far, and they're always like, but I came all the way out here. Doesn't matter. I don't care where I like you come from. privacy. Genuinely. Like, <laughs> so we had a little incident uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, it was, we're just all chilling in the living room. Here is like midday, yeah. and uh, we hear a little knock on the door, you know, a little knock, and yeah. we're like, did you order food? No. You expect any packages? No. Knock again. What the hell is that? So, like, we went and we go look out the peak pole, the little peephole, and we don't see anybody there. Like, yeah. And I want to add, because we're not in like a home, solicitors or anything like that, it doesn't happen for our door. Mm -hmm. So, we only get a knock if there's like a neighbor or a stranger 
or it's a delivery. Yes. That's it. That is the only situation. Yeah. So now they've knocked twice and rang the doorbell. And I looked out there. I couldn't hear it, but I could hear like some shuffling around some clothing and stuff. So I didn't want to like open it. We've got like double deadlocks on it and the chain. And I just were like, hello? Who is it? Who's out there? I could hear a little rustling. Yeah, and, and we stuff. were fully like, they're crouching down. They're yeah, crouching, like, down, crouching under the down. people. We could hear it sounded like they were like crouching. Yeah. And so like <laughs> we were like, hey, go get the pepper spray. We got some pepper yeah, spray. Yeah, yeah. I think I said that. I said go get the pepper spray and the taser. And then because you were saying like, like, who are you? Yeah. Who are you I to said, the person? Who are you? Yeah. Tell me who you are. And we were obviously talking like loud and deep to kind of like threaten the person. Yeah. And then yeah, I said, like, go get the taser or the taser and the pepper spray. And I went there and I said, Who is there? Nothing. And I was like, answer the question. Nothing. And I repeated, answer the question. Nothing again. We could, and we could still hear someone there. And it sounded like they were like muttering. Or like, Yeah. So it's again, in our minds, there, somebody has knocked on our door and is ducking to not be seen, which in my head filling in the blanks at that moment too is like, this is maybe possibly a fan or somebody made a video on yeah. um, <laughs> that is ducking down of wanting the door to be open so they can get inside. Yeah. And also it doesn't, I mean, just fold like narcissism out of it. Like it doesn't have to be a fan. It could just be a stranger that is trying to break into our home. Yeah. It's like, get um, the fuck out of here. Yeah. So then, so uh, we come yeah. back and we got like some bear spray and a taser and shit. And I was like, I said like, you tell me who the fuck you are right now. We're going to call the cops. Yeah. And, and then I looked in the people and I saw the top of a hair bun. Yeah. And I was like, somebody is crouching down. I can definitely see them now. Yeah. And then, yeah. Well, so I was like, I, Sabrina was here too. I said like, Sabrina, call the, call the cops right now. Call the cops. Mm-hmm. Um, it, she called the, uh, there's a security force here. Yeah. So yeah, she yeah. called them, which is smart. Um, and wait, what was the, oh yeah. So then we were both standing there. <laughs> yeah. And then. We and this is so unsettling in the moment. We hear crying, yeah, which is not, and it sounds like a kid crying. Mm-hmm. Which then, in the moment, you're like, okay, is there a child crying in front of the door, or is there a woman pretending to be a kid crying in front of our door? Because there's still been absolutely no answer. Mm-hmm. Or is it like somebody using a kid to get us to open the door? Exactly. Which happens all the time. Oh, yeah. People get robbed all the time for stuff like that. Easily. So we're standing there and they're like, we're like, I think it's a kid. I think it's a kid. And then we just stop and listen for a while. We don't hear anything else. I look out the people. We couldn't see anything. So I was like, I'm going to just, I'm going to open the door. You and I, I think, fully decided like it's probably a kid. And if it's a kid in the hallway by themselves, we should open it up and like, if there's somebody out there who kind of gave up and then they're waiting for the elevator, we could take them, both yeah. of us. So, oh, yeah, totally. Um, and again, we got fucking pepper spray and taser <laughs> ready to go. Um, so I like I crack open the door and the chain is there and I got the pepper spray just like right there. And I don't see anybody. So I slowly like check my corners and then I like walk out into the hallway slowly and I heard people talking at the elevator. And I go over there, and it was like a four-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah, it was this little girl who just, like, got lost and was trying to go to our apartment. And we almost pepper sprayed and maybe yeah. taped a child. <laughs> so, first off, hold on. <laughs> you got to be safe in these situations. Okay, people are going to come at us and say, like, oh, you're just, you're just trigger-happy for kids because you want to kick the fourth-graders' asses. Yeah, yeah. No. Only if we are in a gymnasium and somebody has said, can you take these kids in a fight? Yes. I'm not going to seek out a kid... That's at my door. Well, let's not limit ourselves, but probably it won't happen. Yeah, probably. I, this kid didn't get tased or pepper no. sprayed. But you come to my door when I don't, maybe I'm in a little bad mood. Who knows? I don't care if it's the food I ordered. 
If I don't recognize you <laughs> from my real life, you're getting pepper sprayed. I don't know what to tell I don't, you. If your face doesn't look a little bit familiar, then there's going to be some pepper spray on it. <laughs> That's why I call all my Postmates drivers and I say, tell me a little bit about yourself so I feel like I know you when you get here. <laughs> what do your parents do? <laughs> your eyes depend on it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, we go in and, like, luckily Sabrina was here, who both is and looks very sweet, especially with children and shit. Yeah. And there's this poor girl at the elevators. So. I do want to, yeah, I want to add, before you got Sabrina, um, so the people in the elevator that were talking to him, they had, like, blocked the elevator from closing because they're trying to wonder who this kid is before they just go down in the elevator for mm-hmm. it because it could be their floor. So it's this couple who, again, very nice of them to stop and help this girl. But they had a son. And they are – this girl is like four to six. Mm -hmm. They are just like throwing questions at her. She's a little girl looking up at two adults like, where are you supposed to go? Where are you coming from? Like, where do you want to go? Do we want to go up a floor? Do we want to search every floor in the building? And it was just like – I asked her. I was like, hey, is your – like, is somebody watching you? Is your mom home? Mm -hmm. And she goes, "Uh, she's away. And I was like, is anybody watching you? And before she can answer, they're like, so should we go up to floor, like, blah, 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 or go down floor, this? And, like, just kept hammering questions toward her. You're flooding her brain. Yeah, so you went and got Sabrina, (laughs) and she completely calmed down the situation. Because, like... Gus and I can't look at us. We can't yeah. be like, do you need the help? Like, Actually, it's not- yeah. Tony, I'm going to send you a picture of myself exactly when oh, I went yeah. to talk to that girl because I came back and I took a picture of myself and I look like a fucking maniac. Yeah, so this is the picture. This is me. <laughs> so it's like, hey, I got, I have the pepper spray in my pocket. And she's like, hey, do you need some help? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the main lesson from the story is um, – I mean, honestly, we were fully careful from it. Like, we didn't, there wasn't a moment where we almost taste or pepper sprayed this yeah. child. But if you come to our place, that is what's going to happen. You're going to die. If you, like, if really though, like, if we open the door and you're like, they're saying, like, hey, like, Gus Nettie, we came here, blah, 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 and you take even a step toward the inside of the apartment. I'm sorry. No bullshit. We don't know who you are. You could be a, a killer or a bad guy or yeah. a stabber. <clears throat> I, are there any? Are, I'll check if there's any stabbers down here. That's my own viral video. Remember right. that? I forgot. But what is the phrase? It says, it's like, no, it's okay. Wait, not into the mic. No, it's okay. 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 Hey, so I'm just what, <clears throat> from the top. Hey, I'm just checking to see if there's any stabbers down there. That's all right. Nobody's down here. That sounds right, but I don't know. Oh, do you want to run it again? Yeah, okay. Let me just check to see if there's, there's any, st- any stabbers down here. That's the rest of my line. So, okay. No, no it's... So I'll, you want me to do your line? Because then you seem to know the okay, other okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. And ahead. I was just doing that one. Yep. Uh, is anyone going to go stab <laughs> it around? <laughs> I fucking hate us so much. This, this isn't a good podcast. This is a trash <laughs> podcast. We just wasted your time. We should call this the crap and assy podcast. You're always Boom. hitting those zingers. This podcast is great. I changed my mind. You got it. You want to hit some questions up? Let's hit some cues with my dudes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't. Do you have it open right now? Because my phone's in my pocket. I got it right here. All right. You see any bangers? I, let me let me take a pick here. By the way, I love... Uh, <laughs> you ever have somebody say, like, know what I'm saying? When they say already explicitly, like, what it is. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm going to go home and, like, open up some Shasta Cola and maybe eat some chips. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you told me exactly <laughs> what, what your plans were. Um, let me see. At Bobbert Woolley asks, um, what creation of yours are you the most proud of through any medium? I think we've answered this before, I think. What about not video thing that you're the most proud of? Oh, shit. I don't know. That's a loaded one I can't think of right away. Your relationship with me is a big no, one. That took a lot no, of work. No. <laughs> 
Um, I, if, if it's just like YouTube stuff, I think the last thing in December I was real proud of because I felt like I that was kind of me going all in for something. Mm-hmm. But then also really this last video of just going back to my like roots of doing bad 80s movies. I really fucking loved making this one. So That's I'm just answer. basically my latest shit. I'm basically <laughs> peaking right now. What's an answer that's synonymous with everything I ever made? <laughs> what about you? I would say non-video stuff. <clears throat> I am pretty proud of ju- just based on how difficult and how terrible the process was. I'm proud that I graduated college. Yeah, that's great. I officially did that a few weeks ago. Mm. It was a fucking struggle. Yeah, I think especially I would add to it that you graduated college while doing YouTube. Yeah. Because mine took off the last couple of months and I fucking struggled to do both. It was bad. Yeah, and I, I was in community college. <laughs> I think I said before, too, my last semester of college, I went to a small town school in Wisconsin. Every single weekend, I was flying out to, like, either California to do, like, video stuff or to see Sabrina or to Portland, where she used to live, to see Sabrina and, like, fuck around, do video Mm. stuff. So I was doing that every weekend. I had 8 a.m.s on Monday. Most of the time, I was landing in Minneapolis an hour and a half away from my school at, like, 4 in the morning because they were the cheapest flights. So I was doing that every weekend. I started the semester taking 22 credits, and then I had to drop down to, like, 18 because I was fucking drowning. And I was the lead in the musical. So I was just like, fuck this. And I remember when you told me that you took it. I even told you. I was like, dude, you're going to fucking drown. I was like, oh, my God. That was I was dying that you did it because you said it was a great experience. But like, I remember you just being like, I have to miss all this shit just to like go to L.A. this weekend. And I know like you would even like when you go on a trip for YouTube stuff, it's Uh like relaxing, but also a lot of work. And I remember those would kind of be your relaxation times when we'd come and be filming for like a shit ton of time. Yeah. No, it was nuts. I would never do that again. Well, not, that situation is never going to be a thing again, but mm-hmm. that kind of schedule, that fucking sucked. It just killed me. I was just, I was so manic all the time. I was exhausted and mm-hmm. just, I couldn't focus. But well, Especially even just for the travel stuff, you couldn't just go to the airport in like 20 minutes like I could. It has to be like a whole day thing of you going to like stay somewhere and then go or like do this big drive to get there and everything. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> I would drive to the airport and I would park at my buddy Joe's house because there was like street parking and it was like free. So and but then there were times where I'd be in like Palm Springs or something and Joe would give me a call and be and say, hey, dude, they're sweeping the streets here. Like you got to move your car. It's to, by tomorrow. And I'd be like, fuck. And I'd have to go like spend like an $80 FedEx Express mail to mail my key to him. Oh, geez. Dude, it was a nightmare. Yeah, that's that's too much. But I graduated. It was a laborious process. I fought my way out with many school officials. Do I answer this on the podcast? Is that Tony? Yeah, yeah. pick it up. Tony, uh, you're live on the podcast right now. Hang on uh, up on me if you don't want to be on it at all. that's my boy that's my brother that was such a pleasant little tone like tony has exited the chat i actually really love the facetime audio stuff because it's just uh same running through like your phone calls but it's like a wi-fi connection for the for speaking rather than shitty phone call audio that's pretty good yeah i like that it's nice um let me see here oh yeah so i graduated college kicked ass um, I got a 2.54 GPA. <laughs> that's, that's code for horrible. Let me see. <clears throat> oh, this is a pretty good question. At V Vicentius one two three four. Some people sometimes people like tweeted us or they're like, "Thanks for answering my question, but you butchered my name." It's like your name is like Vicbic twenty five sixty X two. It's like I can't read that. Vicentius shit. sounds like a, a Kingdom Hearts villain or a Roman god. Vin, or that. Vincentius. One, two, three, four. 
says, how do you guys go about the, the podcast? Do you, how do you set it up? Do you just wing the topics? Oh, geez. Can't um, you tell we wing it? Yeah. <laughs> the main thing with the podcast set is it's in our main room. So what we do is we will fully set up all of this. Mm-hmm. And then we might have like a week where we don't have people over. So we'll record another one. But usually we like our living room to be pretty open and good. So we collapse and reset this up every time pretty much yeah and then for the podcast we just kind of sit down and your your questions kind of save our ass <laughs> most of the time <laughs> yeah I, it's it's surprising too because like these these are like cubicle walls they're on wheels right now so we can collapse them against the wall buying the walls was the single most expensive purchase for the podcast yeah it was so much i I wonder how much offices have to cost to start up because oh my they cost God. this cubicle wall stuff. And they still look shitty, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like the office looks terrible. It's probably millions of dollars. Yeah. I like it, though, because it's got that sort of, like, enclosed feel. When we first set it up, I was like, oh, it's cool to, like, sit here and do this. Yeah. Um, but then the rest of it's real open, so... We got a little topical one here at your name here, underscore 19. Since we know you're going to talk about it, what are your opinions on the Oscars? I just, I hate whenever I, I only talk about it when asked, I feel like I might've mentioned on the podcast once. Cause I hate when people like shove it in your face, but ever since I found out about the campaigning for award shows, mm-hmm. I just don't care at all. Like I like it when something like spider verse can now say they won an Oscar, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. It just took all the fun out of it. Cause I thought it was just regular voting. And then, you know, a couple of years back, I just found out about all the campaigning stuff and it's like. Okay. Like, do you ever see that clip of Denzel getting a Golden Globe and joking about, like, campaigning oh, for yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's fully, like, I saw a thing of Gervais joking about it when he was hosting, and the whole room, like, erupts with laughter about, like, buying a Golden Globe. Yeah. So then it's just like, I don't know. I just don't care. That erodes it. There was so much of that shit this year, especially, like, everything came to a head. It's like, everyone knows you're just campaigning for it at this point. Yeah. You guys fumbled so much with, like, the hosting stuff and then, like, trying to push out lower categories and stuff. It's yeah. like, that w- what a shit show. And then the little cherry on top was like, oh, here's Green Book, best picture. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen... Pretty much nobody has seen Green Book. Nobody I, I has. would guess. But I, it's so safe to say even not seeing it, it's like, what was that shit? Yeah. I don't That's, know. Even like, I don't know. This year was weird, though, because I feel like all of the nominees of anything anybody watched, most people were kind of just like so-so about it. You know, they were like, I don't know. Like, there was no movie where people were like, this has to win Best Picture this year. Yeah. Um, but so I don't know. It was just a weird year. But the, the only reason I'm kind of weird about saying that opinion is I hate like if you have fun with award shows, like because I tweeted about it uh, once and people thought I was like really like shit on. If you have fun like guessing what's gonna win, like I don't care. That's fine. Just have fun un- with it. Unsub and move on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like have fun with it. I just hate when people are like, if you're having fun with it, and I'm like, actually, there's campaigning for all yeah. this, so you can't have fun. Like that's dumb. Uh, at Rye Joe podcast says, what should I do about hard water buildup in my shower head? Here's what you're going to want to do. You can take a little container or maybe a plastic baggie or something, something that's resistant to like stronger acidic materials. Um, just cinch it around the shower head, uh, the shower head. I'd fill it up with like maybe CLR or something like that. Let it sit overnight. Even baking soda and vinegar is actually very strong. Clearly there's going to be some fizzing, but Obviously. it's a really good cleaner. Um, and that should take care of it in a day or two. Yeah. Let the water run for 10 to 20 minutes after you, you use gotta. the thing. It's just a no brainer. It's though. honestly, I weird that you asked because it's like everybody knows that shit yeah just don't waste our time yeah don't be, <laughs> don't be a fucking idiot maybe <laughs> what's his name 
Um, Rye Joe. <laughs> Fuck you. Ryan just and Joseph. Fuck both of you guys. <laughs> nah, thanks for question. Yeah, I'm sorry. We were just kidding. Dude, I especially like, I, they're probably from a smaller town if they're getting a lot of that lime and calcium buildup. Our water in Wisconsin, it's all well water. Dude, your toilets turn brown in two weeks if you don't scrub the oh, shit. I don't From like fucking that. rust in the water. Oh, I'm like real spoiled because it's like Michigan water for us. So, like, that's, like, I think it ranks as kind of some of the cleanest water in the country. Yeah. So then it, every, every time I, like, visit somewhere and I have the tap, I'm like, this doesn't taste good. Yeah. Especially good. Texas tap was, like, the worst I've had. Texas tap. Yep. That sounds like a terrible beer. <laughs> it just sounds like, tap. sounds like a way to shoot your gun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, old Texas tap. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. To get a little more inclusivity, um, at Shay Depmore asks, um, also, probably I missed her first question. Do you follow any women in the comedy slash commentary world that you think deserve a shout out? Who are some funny women? Well, one thing is I definitely actually, and not in a way of, you know, some people will be like, oh, we're trying to force diversity. Like the weird thing is like YouTube is a very primarily like white dude space, mm-hmm. but there are people that I really want on the podcast that like I'm sure would do it like Michaela Long and like Sarah and um, Elise Willems mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Those are some of them that I really like their videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, commentary space is really, have you, is there a, like a traditional commentary like person that's successful that's a woman right now? I don't know. I would feel really <laughs> shitty if there is and I'm just missing it. Cause then well, because like, we know we're just missing it because it's like we everyone just kind of watches who they watch. And, yeah. And we don't know about 90% of the huge people on yeah. it. It's like, I don't know. Genuinely, though, Elise Willems is one of my favorite female comedians like ever. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's fucking hilarious. That's a good answer. I would say on YouTube stuff, definitely Elise Williams or Willems. Sorry. There you go. Um, Lee Newton of the Valley Folk. Oh, yeah. Lee's great. Is Lee's hilarious. hilarious. And all the Valley Folk are just wonderful people. Please go check out. I did trivia bidet with them. Go check that out. Gus regularly says that the men of the Valley Folk are much better than Lee, and I think it's really fucked up that he always says that. Dude. You said, but no, sorry, sorry. He says it's because she's a woman, though, not because it's Lee's comedic talent. Look at what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> That was all a bit. I'm sorry, Lee. Uh, That's good. No, but in terms of, like, traditional media stuff, I've always been a big, big big-ass fan of Tina Fey. Love her. Uh, Her book, Bossy Pants, which is kind of self-autobiography and then also some funny stories, is one of the funniest books I've ever read, Bossy Pants, Tina Fey. Did she talk about 30 Rock at all in it? Because I love 30 Rock. Um, I can't remember. I I read it in high school, so it was like four years ago. I just remember laughing my ass off. Um, Of course, Amy Poehler, Parks and Rec. Mm. And then mm. uh, Tina Fey, or I mean, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, lots of SNL people here. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, that's, I think SNL is uh, the one that moves like female comedians through more than other things. You know what I mean? Like the stand up world is pretty good for it, but not as good. I feel like SNL is, is good for like actually propelling funny women and giving them a chance because uh-huh. they need characters for everything. Yeah. Um, also, uh, we're big fans. I like the Groundlings Theater a lot. We've, mm. we've seen a number of shows there. Um, and a few times I've seen Stephanie Courtney there. You'll probably know her as Flo from Progressive. I've never been a huge fan of the Flo stuff. I think it's a great idea. Not really my thing. Mm. I saw her live at the Groundlings. She is one of the funniest people I've ever seen ever. Really? Holy shit, what a genius improv artist. So, yeah, that's good. Go I see a Groundlings show. show. Yep. Um, good question. Next question, next question, next question. Um, at conspic- conspicuous toast said, have you ever had a dream? <laughs> Did you ever have a dream? <laughs> have you ever had a dream? And then it happened in real life. I don't, I have terrible, uh, dream experiences. Like I, 
still very rarely remember my dreams when I wake up and it's like an event when I do. So like dreams aren't very common free occurrence stuff for me. Yeah. So what about you? I have a lot of like wet dream night terrors that come true. (laughs) (laughs) Was that, when did we start doing that bit? It was like, I think, did Sven come up with that? I can't remember. I I know I didn't. I know I didn't either. And I think we were just like doing a bit about it. Yeah. I don't remember. (laughs) What if you had a wet dream that was also a night terror? (laughs) You couldn't wake up and you couldn't stop coming. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, I, I've had that happen. One, I had one significant time where that happened, and I won't talk about it too long. Um, but I had a dream, and I'm happy that I can verify it with other people because when I had the dream, it was so like profound that I told like multiple people in my family, and I described it a lot. Mm. But I dreamed that my grandma, I, it was me, and it was like inside a room, and it was the end of the afternoon with the golden sunlight coming in right by this big bay window. And I dreamed that um, one of my grandmas was in a bed and she like turned over to me and her face was just really close to me. And it was just a bunch of golden light afternoon streaming in. And she just she she leaned over and she took my hand and she just smiled at me. And I remember and I was a really warm, gradual wake up. No wet dream stuff. Mm. Um, Sorry. But I had that wake up and I was just like, oh, wow. Because then I was like, well, shit, I is she going to die soon? Is this a sign or something mm. like that? So I went and I told like my brother Sven and my other brother Thor and stuff. And I told people and I described it fully. And then a few months later, this is not tied to the dream. My grandma got in a really bad car accident. Oh, this is when we also knew each other, right? When we were, yes, okay, we yeah. did know each other. So she got in a very, very bad car accident. Genuinely so close to dying. Mm. Just broke a ton of bones. I remember you even telling me that night. You're like, yeah, she's probably going to Yeah, like gonna go. we thought that she would die. Yeah. Like, medically, she did die for a little bit and mm. she came back. Um and that was just like that was terrifying, you know. And she was she's in her eighties, and she was mm-hmm. in her eighties when it happened. This was I think two years ago, maybe. Um, yeah, but then, but she so she broke a shitload of bones and stuff. By the way, now she is like she does have some assisted living. She can stand up, walk around, and shit. That's like great, yeah. she's like mid eighties and broke like both legs and her mm-hmm. arms and like part of her back and shit. It's like what? Yeah, I didn't. My uh, my great grandma uh, who was alive until I was about maybe 11 I think yeah she was um, in her mid to late 90s where after she broke her hip she was still just like fine and and hanging That's out and walking ridiculous. around. Ridiculous. Yeah. She fully like, you know, um, you know those concrete stairs that are almost I don't know exactly what it is, but they're almost like glossed over. Yeah. You know what I mean? She slipped down a full thing of those and oh. like broke her hip and then was like pretty fine a year later. That's that doesn't happen. Yeah. That's so weird. Um, yeah, but so she had this terrible accident and that was when I was uh both at school and flying every weekend and stuff. And yeah. I, I was able to go with the family right away to see her f- for mm. a few times when she was, like, in the in the Twin Cities in the hospital and everything. But she was pretty groggy, a lot of medication from tons of surgery to help reconstruct everything. Yeah. <clears throat> but I remember when she was finally transported back home to our small-town hospital, um, it was a few months after her accident. And it was one of the times – it was the first time that I was going to see her, like, back at home. Mm. And it just so happened that I was the only person going to the hospital that day. And I just went in there. And at at this point, like, you know, I had kind of forgotten about the dream and everything. Mm. I went in there and I thought that she was asleep. So I pulled a chair just right up to her bed and I was just sitting, sitting by her for a while and just was going to like spend some time there. And she kind of like stirs really gently and like wakes up out of her sleep and she looks over and she sees me. And it was the exact imagery from my dream 
like the golden sunlight coming in from the big bay window. She reaches over, and as it was happening, I started remembering the dream. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't do anything. Mm. But she reaches over, and she took my hand, and she just took it, and she just smiled at me. And it was, and it was just really close. And we just stood, we just sat there for a while, you know? Mm. Oh, my God. It just was fucking incredible. Mm. I, I, that was such a weird experience. but And also a very nice moment. Yeah. It's I mean, a nice moment. Given the circumstances, obviously. It's really nice now, too, because it's like, you know, she's in her mid to, I should really know a specific age. She's at least 85. Mm-hmm. Um, and even before the accident, you know, she was super spry and stuff. She could kind of bounce around and everything. I mean, she can still, like, get up, move around, you know, go to the bathroom, make mm-hmm. food and everything. And you can still have fully cohesive conversations with her. Mm-hmm. So we got super lucky there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was a nice one. Sorry I was a little heavy. No, that's fine. At Sam Spira asks, y'all fold or crumple up your toilet paper? <laughs> right Great <after>. comeback. <laughs> uh, fold. I fold. I Crumple up is like a weird strategy, Here's, I think. Do you, okay, and I'll answer truthfully, but I feel like I already know your answer. Do you, like, get a length of toilet paper and fold it and then fold over and then wipe again? Yes. Okay, thank God. I yeah, I, the second when you set it up, I was like, I'm not going to. I'm scared. Like, I, don't, I don't want to lie. Because the thing is, I mean, that's a full, like, waste paper thing. Yeah. If you have, like, a lot to fold over still, then you fold over. Yeah, let me go get a piece of paper quick. Talk about buttholes or something. What? Are you just go- to demonstrate? Yeah, I got to demonstrate. I feel like they got it. Well, I feel like some people don't. He said, well, I feel like some people don't if you didn't hear it. Um, I disagree. <laughs> Okay. Here's here's exactly how you do it, okay? That's a lot. That's a lot. What I always do this, because I get multiple wipes. For you audio listeners, I don't know, rot in hell with your shitty ass. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting no fucking help. <laughs> You're donezo, brother. Um, so here's what I always do. I take a length like this. You notice it's about 10 squares. Seems a little, a little bit of a liberal use of that. That's okay. You go fold... And you go fold. Oh, I don't fold that many. I do it in a way smaller scale. I got it like this. So look, this is like 10 ply right here. Right. So I go ass wipe, whip, fold it over, ass wipe, whip, you fold it over. You triple fold? I sometimes quadruple fold, depending on how poopy my butthole is. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a little dry guy, I can get in there with that shy guy quad fold. Easy, man. Isn't it weird just hear, hearing how people do the mundane shit like that differently? It is weird, yeah. Because it's like everyone, nobody... Hold, like your parents kind of did a long time ago, but then as you're an adult, you like came up with different wipe strategies. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you're an under toilet paper person, um, rewire your, your brain somehow. Wait, like, what's an under? I said rewire paper? fucked up, so like I yeah. kind of did it to myself. But like when you when the toilet paper goes over the roll, oh, that's yeah. the way to do it because under's just gonna break it when you pull. Yeah, like and sometimes it's, you're just gonna like pull it off and then you try to rip it and it just takes out more toilet paper because there's no Wait, tension. Wait, you talking about for under? Or if it's, I go over. Yeah, yeah. So if it's under, I've had times where I try to like rip it off because it's under oh, and, and it there's not enough tension. It just okay, pulls more yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember, I don't know what toilet paper company it was, but they had a pretty genius campaign of just doing like a which are you, over or under, like the country's divided on it. Uh-huh. And I remember just seeing ads for under and it's just like, you guys are, nope, I'm sorry. And, <laughs> if, you're, and if you're like, oh, that's how like my great like grandma passed it down and it's just a tradition i know it's worse but it's special to my family go fuck yourself god damn she she would gather us around the hearth and show her butthole and (laughs) (laughs) instruct us all show us how many folds how many folds Uh, that her butthole no i meant the toilet paper dude (laughs) very insightful question um, also, how do you wash your hands? Like how do I just wash my like hands? a baseline wash your hands. Um, well, I I wet 
my left hand first as I get the soap. Uh-huh. And then I fully, like, use that water and fully wash, wash, and, like, fully do that and then rinse. Okay. So, yeah. That's yeah, it. like, the visuals. That, yeah, I, I always get one pump of soap. I don't go in dry. I always go in dry. Turn it on, and I lather the soap, and then I just do this. I get a little fingernails, too. I go under my fingernails just like that. Mm-hmm. You guys are learning a lot this podcast. We yeah, should start charging. This is honestly, we should mark this as educational yeah. and not comedy now. Um, oh, here's a good one. At Lal Lorno um, asks, "What's up with the red the wedding ring, fellas?" Oh, we're not. We I don't mean, have wedding rings. What happened was, well, you had already gotten that. You were the first to the rings. Mm-hmm. But well, uh, uh, Jakey has a ton of rings. I was planning on getting a ring, but didn't tell anybody. And then when we were all getting breakfast, when Sven was here and Tony was here. Uh, Jakey mentioned going to a ring shop, and I was like, oh, I was just wanted to buy one. So we all got a what we were calling a class ring of just getting this little band. Boom. Um, but, yeah, that's it's we're not engaged or married to each other. We're just wearing rings. We're trying. Does it matter? Like, is there – I thought – I don't care either way because it's like if I'm wearing this like a married person does, I don't care mm-hmm. at all because it's like that's one of those things where it's like, oh, you're wearing it wrong. What do I – what am I going to fucking chop my finger off? Like, what are you going to do? You might. Left hand is the uh, marriage. That's what I thought. I Googled it. But then also I get if you're watching one of our videos and it's flipped, they might think it's our left hand. Which one on the left side? Which one's the gay finger? (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that was the whole piercing thing. Yeah. Yeah. When we were like in junior high, it was very like, like just so you, if you want to know if somebody's gay, (laughs) you look and their right ear is pierced. They are for sure gay. And it was like, what the hell are you talking about? I, you know, one thing I always felt so bad about, because we've talked about especially small town shit. Kids are awful. Yeah. They're just terrible people. Um, one kid came to school and he'd gotten his ear pierced. And again, it was the stigma of like, oh, wait, he accidentally got the wrong ear pierced well, or whatever. It was the right ear, right? I thought it was that the left ear is the gay ear. Well, honestly, it could be either, it different could be. in our towns because it it's be. not real. It at doesn't all. exist. But he came to school and he's just like, hey, guys, I got this. Because there were other like guys in our grade that had their ears pierced yeah, and no I mean, one gave a shit. I mean, it's still a style now, but I remember especially during like the kind of. Bieber-ish days mm-hmm. People were getting Their ears pierced All the time Yeah I had guys Would get double ices In there and mm-hmm. stuff But like he came And he had one ear pierced And it was apparently In my small town The wrong ear How old were you At the time Dude we were in like he? Fifth grade oh, He got fucking no. buried no, I felt dude. horrible You can't do that you In can't, fifth grade No that's like a That's a career ender Right there Honestly no, I can't say that. That was just, it sounded funny, but it's not. <laughs> I was going to say, honestly, getting that ear pierced in elementary school might be worse than be, like just being gay. And having to be, <laughs> but not like worse of being gay. I mean, the bullying. You stuff. didn't say it, though. You were going to say it. So it was, I'm saying it sounded funny. You're That's why the, I was You're in the clear, it. dude. You're good. All right. Well, maybe we just <laughs> remove this part. Um, Don't actually. It's fine. It's pretty funny. At S. Bothered asks, what was you boys' favorite college meal? Did you ever eat at the school, like a cafeteria? No, I scheduled specifically – this is fine if you do, but for me at community college, I just didn't want to be there all the time. So it kind of weirded me out when people were, like, doing activities there. But I totally understand it because I had friends that were going and Tony was going, so I didn't need to make friends with anybody. But a lot of people had their friends go away to school, and then they were like, well, I want to hang out with people. But I scheduled my schedule specifically so I would go to school, have all my classes, leave. Like oh, fully, yeah. I would not spend any extra time. The only time in between was like fifteen minutes to go between classes. That's so, brutal. But yeah, college but it's smart. Meal, 
yeah, I mean, I just didn't want, I didn't want to be there long, mm-hmm. you know, and especially I, I loved my, I got my schedule to be perfect. The same thing for my like four semesters, which was, I would go there around like 11. I would leave, I think around three and that would be Monday to Thursday night and Friday off. And I perfectly got that every single time. Damn, every that's semester. really good. Um, but my college meal that I would have throughout all of college was, um, just, uh, white rice with cut up chicken and, uh, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo Sauce. Mm-hmm. I ate that pretty much every single day. I still love it. There are just certain foods where it's like I could eat them every day. Yeah, and then people will go, "You can't, you can't eat. You'll get tired of it." I won't. My I taste won't. buds are boring. I can have the same meal every day. I've had Hot Wing Cafe for dinner three times this week. <laughs> That's not a joke. I, mine's always pizza or ramen, like mm-hmm. nice restaurant ramen. I could do that every night of the week. I'd be fine. Um, when I was in college, every day I would eat lunch. I loved eating lunch at college because mm-hmm. I would go um, during at like between two to four where nobody else was really in the cafeteria. And I would go there and I would just have a huge fucking tray and it would always be the same thing. And I'd go into the back and I would sit there for an hour and I'd watch all my YouTube videos and eat by myself. And every once in a while, there's like that good Samaritan where they, they're like, oh, I see that kid eating alone. I'm going to mm, sit by him. Nope. No, no, I don't want to eat by you. This is yeah. my time. Especially if you have uh, like a laptop in front of you or something like that. Just get, just get away. Dude, I'll be hunkered down with my phone charging with noise canceling headphones in my laptop on my mecca of food sprawled out. And someone will be like, hey, do you need a buddy? I was oh, like, I need God. you to buddy the fuck up out of here, guy. <laughs> in high school, that's good. Yeah, that's good in high school. Um. But yeah, not then. I liked actually my high school had a the regular lunch lines, but then they had a la carte the line for that. And it would just be like I never went to the regular lunch line because mm-hmm. it was like maybe $2 more expensive a day, but I pay for it. And it would be like mozzarella sticks instead of like whatever shitty thing that mm-hmm. they were having there. So I just kept grabbing like my own shit because I just don't like the pre-planned stuff usually. That's really smart. One, I had the same meal virtually every single day at college. And again, I get it. When you go to the school cafeteria, it's other like college students working there. So it's like you give them a little bit of slack if they're not such good service employees. Yeah. But I was regularly shocked because every day I got the same thing. You go to the sandwich bar and there's, I always got a spinach wrap, you know, a big old spinach wrap tortilla. Mm. And you can, you go to the bar and the only things that you ask for are the meat that you want it and the cheese that you want on it. Okay. So every day I had a specific like locked down order. I would get a spinach wrap. They lay it out and they say, what would you like on it? And I say, I would like six slices of turkey laid vertically in a line down the middle. Okay. You would know exactly how to do that. Right, because it's just a tortilla open. Yeah, open fucking tortilla. And I would say that every day. I want six slices of turkey lined vertically down the middle. And probably 30% of the time I got that. Always kids would take, they'd pull either like six of them in a stack and put it in the center, which doesn't even take up a third of the length of the tortilla. Yeah, so then it's just tortilla and spinach. And a hunk of fucking turkey there. They'd either do that or they'd put it on the edge or sometimes kids would try to like fill the whole face of it like it's a pizza topping. Oh, no, that's not good. I told you there's no one else in line, and I gave you a calm, specific thing. I probably sound like such a dick right now. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, the thing is, I get how somebody could maybe, like, just have the blip in their head, but if it's all, if it was 30% of the time, then you got it right, then I'd be super annoyed. Almost everybody. And then I would have to, like, I would take it, and the next station was just right there. So I'd take it, and I had no choice but to, like, kind of asshole ish take apart what they did and put it the right Mm -hmm. way. God damn it. What was your favorite lunch in high school? 
Um, probably the chicken nuggets, mashed potato, and gravy combo. Okay. That was a good one because you can dip the nugs in the gravy. Pretty much the same thing as the popper bowl. It was like they just stole the KFC thing mm-hmm. of being like it's just it's chicken like bites like fried in um, a bowl with uh, mashed potatoes, gravy, then uh, cheese and corn on top of it. Now we get it without corn because I just really like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't like the corn and stuff. By the way, I never – like it doesn't really matter, but I saw one comment on, on the podcast stuff. That was like, wow, like, wonder if these guys are going to talk about high school in this one. And it's like, (laughs) we're 22 and 23. Like, most of our life was school up until this point. And then we have some experiences we talk about. It's like, yeah, don't listen to the fucking podcast then. (laughs) We're young. It's like, we're young, and also many of our listeners are still in high school. Like, what, are we going to talk about our time in the fucking service? Yeah, honestly, like, no. talk about being a father. I'm not, (laughs) so I don't know what you want from me. God, hopefully when I'm a father, I'm good. Like, (laughs) what do you think? What are your thoughts? I just really hope that my kids stay alive. (laughs) So, yeah, that was a good lunch. Um, What was the worst lunch, though, in high school? Oh, shit. Oh, okay. It's just the most disappointing. I fucking love Bosco Sticks. They're amazing. Have you Uh had them before? Yeah, I love them. Yeah, Bosco Sticks rule. But there was this shittier version. I know people like it. But it was like kind of mozzarella sticks, but it was bread, and they'd all be in like a four together. Oh, we call those pizza dippers. Yeah, so they're pretty good, but for some reason, the people who ran the cafeteria would call both of those things Bosco Sticks. So the calendar would say Bosco Sticks, and it's like either it's one of my favorite lunches (laughs) or one that I don't like like pretty much at all. Okay, well, didn't you say for pizza dippers there was, like, more than just mozzarella that you dip it in, or was it just that? We just had, uh, you mean, like, marinara? Uh, mozzarella, Jesus. I mean, um, we did marinara. I'm just going to end it all. I mean, what's up? <laughs> we have marinara, and you could also get some ranch from the salad cart. Okay. I never was a ranch on pizza guy. No, I'm not. Just through the principle, I was – and I have ranch with a lot of things. Like, I'm your basic ranch. white bitch. Ranch, ranch. <laughs> but, like, I like them with fries. I just couldn't do it with pizza. It's too rich. It's kind of like the people that say put mayo on pizza. Can't do it. That's wrong. I just can't do it. Yeah, can't do it. It might taste good. I'm glad you, you do it. But if you even suggest it to me, you're getting pepper sprayed and tasted. <laughs> <so it. laughs> like, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Identify yourself. Especially if you're under 10 years old. <laughs> um, ours was always tater tot hot dish, dude. That stuff sucks. Tater tot hot dish? It's like a casserole, and there's ground really chewy beef with no seasoning what is it with um middle-aged people and making a casserole out of everything everything even like hey i made a breakfast casserole you know it'd be better than that breakfast yeah without it's like hey, it's a sausage and pancake and eggs all together just separate them yeah like they're normally supposed to be we call those egg bakes really yeah. it's, it's i just don't get it like some casserole stuff can be good but to replace a meal with a casserole mm-hmm. and be like, it's all in one. Yeah. No, don't do that. You ever had quiche? No, but I. the only thing I that rings a bell for quiche is they ate it in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody in one episode. There I remember many quiches. It's, it's basically an egg bake. You know what my theory is? Because I feel like older people kind of started the casserole craze. Mm. I bet it came where it's like it was more of like that American ideal of conserving and like, oh, you're heating up the leftovers. Well, yeah. let's make a new meal out of it. And then they just never scrapped it. Yeah. It's, it's it's leftover from the 50s. Those stupid old idiots. Fucking baby boomer losers. <laughs> if you're one of those casserole morons, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> one time my uh, – this was while I was in college. Um, my uh, my When I was home, my mom made lasagna. And it's like I'm fine with differing recipe stuff. 
but she didn't mention that it was like a taco lasagna recipe, yeah. which I would have been fine to try, but I didn't know until it was in my mouth, which is like really alarming when it just doesn't taste like lasagna yeah. at all. Taco lasagna? Yeah, where it would like have the normal like noodle stuff, but it was like the meat and seasoning from like tacos. Oh. And then like, I think like Fritos and stuff like that. It was weird. That's a whiplash. It was just, what yeah. <laughs> 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 You're welcome, audio listeners. <laughs> What's the worst name for that? Tazako? <laughs> um, Laco? I don't even know. I what? think Tazanya. <laughs> Tazanya. Like, like, like the kid in, that sounds like the girl in middle school that would wear sweatpants and walk the <laughs> lap. <laughs> Tazanyo is pretty good. Tazanyo. Tazanyo, you got to run. I'm not fucking running. <laughs> There's a really accurate meme, too, of saying that those people, uh, I know it's like people love it, but they, they had uh, hot Cheetos and like cream cheese for breakfast. Yeah. You know, I've never had that. People insist that it's really good. I don't want to try it. I One thing is sometimes when I would have hot Cheetos, I would have, if I was like drinking water with ice, I would bite them at the same time. So the cold sensation is good with hot Cheetos. Hmm. But I don't know. It's one of the principal things where it's like, I don't want to open up some cream cheese and like just put a fucking hot cheeto and like get the flakes everywhere yeah. out of it one of the one of the most surprising delicious things i ever had was i got really drunk and sabrina and i were making like fettuccine noodles and i love fettuccine is my favorite kind of pasta stuff mm. the linguine the fettuccine and we had a bunch of the chili limon uh flaming hot chili or cheetos or whatever yeah i love those and you just took one linguine noodle and wrapped it around a cheeto that sounds so good and we i we didn't even make sauce we just had probably like 60 of those Dude, each just so kept good. popping that's what I want to say is any of that stuff that we're doing bits about hating, like if you like, because I hear that cream cheese and uh, hot cheese is really good, and then mm-hmm. we're talking about this, like fuck that food. This is amazing with wrapping a noodle. <laughs> like it's all good if you like it. Ooh, here's one I didn't know about. I'm gonna have to look up at Ramel45 asks, have you guys read your reviews on IMDb? On IMDb? Uh oh. No, I've read our iTunes reviews. They're pretty good. Are they? Yeah. Oh, good. People are generally pretty nice about it. The Gus and Eddie podcast series. Did they? Wait, did whoever is adding this stuff is Tony an editor yet? Credited? Let's see. Stars: Eddie Burbeck, Gus Johnson, Drew Gooden. <laughs> oh yeah, because he's the first. Uh, oh yeah, just some uh, some hosts. Thank you guys for updating this stuff too. By the way. Oh dude, they listed all of the producers. Every producer has oh, their yeah, own I saw, page. Yeah, I saw that. That's fucking crazy. The Holy work they put shit. into it. That's so, so cool. If you were a Kickstarter to the podcast, you now have an IMDb page. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. God damn. Dude, even series camera and electrical department, James Allen McEwen. Damn. Okay, you guys. So is Tony an editor? Um, I don't see it on there. Guys, can we get the T-Dog on there? can we get Tone Bone on the fucking (laughs) editor credit, please? The heck is going on? Tony will be here soon. Tony will be here Monday, next Monday, or this Monday. I didn't invite him. That's fine. He's coming with my dad. My dad is probably going to kick your ass when he gets here. (laughs) I'm fine with that at this point. Hey, okay. We got four reviews, and they're all 10 out of 10s. Really? These guys are hilarious. By far the best podcast out there right now. That's good. One of the, the, Read them out loud. It's real risky. This is <laughs> really risky. We're going in dry, guys. The Midwest boys, Gus and Eddie, or Eddie and Gus, depends, have done it again, making one of the best pieces audio that rivals Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. I love it. Have done it again when we haven't done anything. <laughs> you remember that first time they done it? They done it again. They done it. I guess we did okay I'll talk, but we didn't really do anything with that. Oh, that's true. I got a tweet that was like, guys, where is okay? I'll talk. This is it. This is it. We but had, better. Yeah. We had an old podcast where we talked on Skype and now we're talking face to face. It's the same podcast. There's just video now. <laughs> this is a hilarious one. So there's the title. It just says, 
Gus and Eddie, two peas in a pod. <laughs> and there's nothing in the body. So they didn't write anything else. <laughs> But it, they had the tag. It says, warning, spoilers. <laughs> I don't know That's if you guys hilarious. knew, but they're two peas in a pod. Who is, is there a name to that person? Yeah, who's, who did that? Dan Conley, 16. Thanks, That's Dan. real funny, Dan. Thank you. Thanks for the positive reviews, everybody. And again, we are available to listen on like iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Yeah, I, okay. We talked about before <laughs> making top comments out of misinformation. I saw a top comment on the last episode that was like, please put this on Spotify. It is. It is. And if you go, if you search it on iTunes or Spotify, it comes up right away. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to seem like a real jackass. I'm here. going with you. I'll but be a jackass. Everything I checked, I checked on the computer. I checked on my phone. I had you search it on Spotify too. For both services, they come up right away. So if you're, oh fuck, the comments are going to be a mess now. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's over. The worst is when you try to like complain about something to also answer the question. And then people take the complaint and then they use it as a comment. But new people coming in won't see that it's an inside joke. And they'll be like, yeah. oh, man, these guys really seem to not have any of their shit together. Yeah, it's all a hellscape. I loved the meme of, I think they were just saying it because you said it, of this podcast keeps getting better and better. Yeah. And like every comment on like the last episode was just, this podcast <laughs> keeps getting better and better. I feel like 30% of this podcast is just us ruthlessly complaining about shit. <laughs> oh, can I talk about Postmates? Yes. Okay. By the way, if you've been watching for a while, you know us. We're we're little complainers about Postmates. Yep. Everything is going wrong all the time with Postmates. We're a couple of whiny boys, and we want our food now. I just go like, give me some food. Uh, Yeah, I call call them. I call the driver and say, did you get my (laughs) They said, I was your driver two weeks ago. This isn't even my, how'd you get this number? Can I sleep on your couch? I I don't have a couch that you can sleep on. And maybe in your bed with your wife and kids if you all sleep in the same bed together. I don't. How did you know that we do that? I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> There's another postmate on the other line. <laughs> that voice I was doing is somebody else's voice, and I couldn't peg it. It sounded like Kyle Mooney a little bit. That one? I don't know who that sounds like. Casey. <laughs> it sounds like the Casey thing. That might be it. Do you like Karen? <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so here's what I'm doing right now. I'll spoil a video for you. I'm making a video, and it's I'm ordering... 30 days worth of Postmates and I have created a scoring system based on like how quickly the food gets here. Like I I say, if it's later than the fifth, like 15 minutes more than the initial delivery estimate, they lose one of four points. You lose another point. If you call us and ask us to like come down to the street, because every pizza delivery we've gotten, every pizza delivery, I've never ever since we've moved here, had a pizza guy or gal say, hey, could you come meet me at the car? Yeah, any delivery service that isn't one of the apps has never once asked us to come downstairs. Also, I went on and I did a little research. I looked at some FAQs online from different Postmates form stuff. I went to the Postmates subreddit. I looked at all their FAQs, and I did my own text post asking... Is it typical for people to come to an apartment door if the apartment is pretty easily accessible and there's ample parking for the cars, which yeah. is checks all the boxes here. Yeah. It's easy to get to our place. Don't come, but it's easy to get there. Right. It's easy to know where to go. And everybody, except for like one guy that was doing a bit, I think, I had like at least a dozen answers and they were all like, 
yeah, they come to the door. Yeah, so that's I part feel of the job. fucking vindicated here. So you lose a point if if you specifically ask me to come meet you at the street, and then there's two points in the food category. If you're like missing something or something's a little bit wrong, you lose one. If it's like, dude, multiple things are fucked up, you lose two points. Yeah, I'm on day ten right it, now. It's just like we're the video, especially, is to make sure because then also at the end you're gonna work a shift and I'm gonna ride I mean, along. I'm gonna with do you. a full day's shift as a Postmates driver to figure out because we don't think it's the drivers. There's something fucked up in that system, and I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Like last night, for example, I was very hungry. I didn't eat all day, and I got 10 boneless mild wings with fries, and it got here after waiting super long. It was like really late. I think it was like a half hour late, mm -hmm. and then I got um, 10 bone-in hot wings with celery. It's like, that's just not my meal. Yeah. And then Postmates refunded me just for the wings and not for like the tax or delivery stuff. And then I was like, hey, guys, I didn't get my food. I should get a full refund. And they were like, we looked into it. We just can't give it to you. Yeah. What the fuck? Dude, even I, this is going, it's, I'm telling you right now, no surprises. My challenge is going shitty. They're yeah. getting a lot of fucking bad scores. The very first day that I started it, the very first one I logged, I ordered KFC, which is very close by. I ordered KFC for two people, two box meals. The guy marked that he was currently at my address, didn't hear anything for 15 minutes. He texted me and just said, outside. So I tried to text back and be like, is there a problem finding the what place? What I love is Tony suggested you just went, inside yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like i tried to text back and like my messages weren't sending i tried calling him and he was not picking up so then so it was already he was already 15 minutes late and then he marked he was here 15 more minutes late he didn't like communicate with me he mm. never came up and then he just completed the order saying like oh it's done and i didn't get the fucking food so my first one was a zero out of four and, like, think about it. I wasted, like, almost two hours waiting and expecting, like, yeah, I'm going to have food at this point in time. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And then, one, I can't get into the details of it's, like, back and forth of kind of details about our apartment mm -hmm. of some guy couldn't find our place. And he, really, it's like I couldn't stress enough. He just, like, wasn't looking at the address for it and just kind of guessing. Mm -hmm. And then he finally came up. I was ordering breakfast. And he's this tall dude with, like, a, like a, a white hair, like, ponytail. And I got a coffee with my breakfast. And he handed me my food. And I was like, oh, his fingers from the tip to about here are completely covered in dirt. Like, all over. And mm -hmm. he looked like you had not had a shower in, like, at least a week. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, which I think if you have dirt collecting, it's longer than a week. And then he handed me my coffee, not by the center point, but with full dirt fingers on the lid where you drink and handed it to me. So we're not just like uh, – the thing is you pay for it. Like, you pay for it. And you pay a lot for it kind of, more than you would to go out and get it for the convenience of getting it delivered. It's a higher delivery charge. Yeah, yeah. and most of the time they fuck it up. It's, it's the vast majority of times there's something wrong with it. Yeah. We even had like – again, each situation is like it's not even an outlier, but Jakey and Sven were over here and stuff, and we tried – DoorDash, yeah. Yeah, it was DoorDash. We, we ordered breakfast. Oh, no, we oh, tried getting – Oh, I was thinking Wingstop, sorry. <laughs> yeah, both of the meals got fucked up. Yeah. Um, so we ordered two times that day, and everything was wrong with all the stuff. Like yeah. we ordered breakfast for four people, and it was just like single platter breakfast from IHOP. And they delivered us one breakfast that was incorrect. Yeah. And I genuinely, I'm like midway through the video right now. 
personally too it's like if my order gets fucked up i want a refund yeah full if, if it's if it's missing shit you know we're not just we're not doing shit where it's like oh there's no drink we want a full refund yeah never it's like oh well there's no drink well i want the three dollars back for the drink that i yeah. spent but i have now submitted five written complaints like in a row not like orders in a row i have five complaints in a row where i'm saying i am missing almost all of everything on my order or everything is fucked up because I've had twice now where I've gotten multiple Subway sandwiches and all of them were just completely the wrong sandwich. Yeah. Postmates has not refunded me for five fucking orders now. Jesus. That's like $100 worth of shit now. Yeah. It's just, it's fully ridiculous. And then with that breakfast one, you guys didn't, you got one breakfast. Yeah. And Tony and I were already going to get Wingstop. So you guys were like, okay, let's all just get Wingstop because they kind of fucked it up. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we got, so it's not just Postmates. We got DoorDash. Yeah. We're waiting on, um, how many people were we? Is that, that's five, right? Five, yeah. Five, like, complete orders with drinks and sides, just a shit ton of food. And then the person gets here. Like, think about how much food is in your car if you're a delivery driver. Yeah. And they marked on the app. Apparently for DoorDash, if they're having trouble, they can mark it. And it says, like, hey, I don't know why they put this on the person getting delivered to, but it's like... Hey, uh, let's say the person's name is like Ashley. It's like, Ashley's having trouble finding your place. Maybe send her a text or call, which is like, she should be calling me. Mm-hmm. So I text her and I said, hey, you have trouble finding finding the place? No answer. And then I texted again. Hello? No answer. Called, got hung up on, and then marked the deliveries there and it fully charges you for it. And it's like, she had five people worth of, like five uh, orders of food, like five meals in her car. Yeah. And while I was calling her, hung up on me and just marked it delivered. And then I, after she did that, Sven was, because I think you were in your, your room, Sven and I were like, we're getting our fucking food. Yeah. Like, no matter what. So I called her, like, four times, and she kept hanging up at different times and let, let the full ring out go, or, like, ring out the whole time uh, for the last one. And then just I just gave up. Yeah, so, like, for reference, it's we are trying to eat our first meal of the day, and we started ordering and trying to get food at, like, noon – and then we had to wait because sometimes you're waiting an hour and a half to two hours for shit to get there, like yeah. full deliveries, everything yeah. included. So we started ordering our food at like noon and we finally got our food at like what, like five or six? Yeah, I think it was six. It was I like it was six, six hours because all this fucking mistake. And this is not even an outlier that you tell your friends. This happens most of the time. Yeah. We don't know what the problem is. Yeah, We're, we got to figure it we out. We got to figure it out because it's like, I think that there are multiple factors in here. We don't want to just be like, fuck those drivers. Yeah. It's probably a hard as shit job, but yeah. something's going wrong here. Postmates, I, what the fuck? What I want to know is because Uber has the thing where it's like, if you go below a certain rating you can't be a driver anymore or Uh maybe there's a time in between that you can't um if you get a bunch of fuck-ups as a postmates delivery driver or a doordash any of the delivery drivers Mm -hmm. do you get to keep delivering stuff that's what i'm really curious about like if somebody goes three days and they deliver 30 orders and every single one of them is fucked up does postmates go like you can't be a driver anymore or do they just keep letting them go because there's no rating system for the drivers you just tip them. Yeah, that's so it. So I don't know what the fuck the system is about. Yeah, and also, yeah, like you said before, too, the system is as long as soon as the delivery driver marks that it's there, it's like fully on you. If you don't have your food, it's fully on you. Well, now I need to file for an appeal to get my money back because yeah. I'm automatically charged and I got nothing. Yeah, and sometimes they – and the thing is, too, I think they should refund you for the tip because it's like if it's – for some things, like say the entire order's fucked up. Yeah. 
I still need to tip that delivery driver because they probably, if the system works the way it does, they probably didn't even know the food was fucked up. Mm-hmm. And they delivered it. They deserve a tip. But then it's like, if my food's fucked up, Postmates needs to cover that tip because I just yeah. paid for food that I didn't get and tipped the driver to deliver food I didn't order. But also there's situations like with the breakfast one, that was probably like four bags of food yeah. that they should have had. So we got one big bag. I didn't know how it was going to be packaged. I thought, okay, well, this is maybe enough. You can't even get to like reporting anything until you rate the trip or tip the driver. Yeah. So the first thing is tip the driver. Well, so you like, can click report an issue at the bottom. Yeah, but you have to tip first though. You can, you can click report an issue, and then uh, after reporting the issue, you can choose wh- how much you want to tip the person. Oh, I get you. My yeah. problem with that was I thought it was probably fine, and I just was like, I was trying to see what was on our order. Oh, I want to say you can't see what's on your oh, order yeah, you can't until see you, you do that. Yeah, yeah. So right away, like I just I had to like tip them. So I was like, I don't know. So I just gave a blind tip and a blind rating and to go and see what our order was, and it's like it went through fine. They gave us the receipt, and s- they bought – Four meals worth of food. Oh, they did? So they left three fucking bags of food in the car. And didn't bring it back up. So it's like I had to tip them to go through to see what I ordered. What the hell is that system? The whole thing is broken, but I still use it all the time. I won't stop. (laughs) Because the thing is, we just like, even with work stuff, and like I don't have a car out here, so like it's still convenient even though things fuck up, but that doesn't mean like they're still ripping us off all the time. Yeah. So the video's got to be made. It's got to be made. That was a long, long Oops. bit. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we'll try not to talk about that as much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. What time are we at, by the way? We're at an uh, hour and 15 minutes, so All we're right, going to so wrap it up here in a little bit. Okay. Um, here's a good one. Well, we can just answer it, however. At not Alfonso said, have you guys ran into anybody that you've made commentaries videos about in public? Um, no, I haven't. I have, but it was before I made the video. Guava juice. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't, uh, fuck, I can't. There's a story I want to tell, but I can't. It's just like, it, it was That's to fine. name names. Um, I'll, all I'll say is that uh, Danny once, Danny Gonzalez once had to meet somebody face to face. And it was while we were at VidCon, and he had uploaded the video of that guy that day. And then he met the dude face to face and the guy had not been aware of the video yet. Mm-hmm. So like Danny was freaking out and the dude didn't not like saying he's like scared or anything, but still it's very jarring to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy didn't know. So it's full fucking. That's what it is. Yeah. What are the <laughs> so to audio listeners? It's what it is. Are you speaking my language? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had, uh, well, (laughs) just a quick follow-up thing, because I made the Crane Game channel where I kind of shit on Crane Games for abusing the truth system on life. (laughs) 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 Um, Two two of the channels made a response video. I'm not even going to name names because we have decided. We'll tell you right now. It's, it's. I won't include you in this. It's It would be too easy to make fun of these people. Like, the response videos that they made were just so bad. You know, they, they'd they be perfect just bait to make a commentary video on. And so I want to say, do, 
like if you sought it out and you're listening to the podcast, don't leave comments on these. Please like, don't it's, leave comments. It's like there's no it will not help anybody for you to leave a comment on their video. Yeah. I I know that like I, I brought the issue to light and I still stand by everything I said. Right. Going forth, I'll probably make more positive commentary videos and stuff. I'm so excited for the one that oh, we have coming I mean, out. You guys are gonna fucking it love is it. Hilarious. It's a wholesome fun time. It's both of us doing some stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to pull any punches in the future if I find shit that people are doing wrong. Um, but I, I just like doing the more positive ones yeah. more. Also, once you have a commentary video done, there's really... If you said what you said, there's no reason to, like, keep further attacking the Yeah, person. that's exactly it. And I'm telling you, though, too, we we got some Postmates. It was late. It came through. And then we just sat here and, like, we watched some of the response videos. Because there were two two of the main guys that, like, made one. <laughs> That would have been so easy. Dude, it was just a lot of, like, just uh, kind of contradicting themselves and, yeah. and um, literally talking shit it, about you that didn't make any sense. Like, one of them was calling me, like, a pedophile and stuff. Yeah, and it's he like, was, yeah, it was just a whole, He like, was saying, like, don't, you can't, like, stop this area of bullying that you're that you're doing in the comments, yeah. like, you pedophile. <laughs> what? Also, who is the, there's the one guy that's a good arcade channel. It's Matt something. Arcade Matt. Okay, he's good, right? He's good. He commented... On the video, too, and had a really insightful comment. I responded to him, Arcade Matt doesn't do bad things. I couldn't find anything on Arcade mm. Matt. He's a big channel, 1.4 million subs. He did, seems like a very good guy. Did you say all Arcade channels in the video? Because nope. in his comment, I thought he addressed that, and I was like, I don't think he said that. I did not say all Arcade channels. Okay. There yeah. are many that are doing it, and one of the things is I listed seven of the biggest channels that were the biggest like liars in terms yeah. of it. And the thing is, one of the guys that went in the hardest, I didn't even show any of his videos. I didn't even talk about any of his videos. I included his name in the list of seven names. And that's it. This guy must have tweeted at me 20 times. He and must have fucking left video. 50 comments on the video. Just went ape shit. He made a video of himself, too. Again, if you figure out who it is, I would be actively disappointed in you if you left negative comments. Yeah. Don't harass these people. Don't do it. Don't do it. I Please don't do that. But still, it's like, why'd this guy go fucking nuts? Like, I don't know. Yeah. The only, like, I want to stress, the only reason we're talking about it is because it is something that was on our mind. Not to be like, hey, guys, wink. Like, go yeah, comment. No, no wink. Like, really, don't. Don't guys, do it. Don't go do that. Don't harass them. Ow, my eyes. Ouchie, ow. Wait. 